When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. I always just tell people, I say, I think like I, I say, I don't want to say that God favors people because I think all his creations are his. He goes, but I think he kind of like says, okay, don't touch this one because yep. he's a very special person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's you got a great work. You got a great yeah, work going on. Because that's what I feel. Because let me tell you what happened to me um, in 2019. I was out at work. I, I used to work for XTO, which is, you know, it's it's owned by Exxon. So I was working out in the oil fields and it was, a, it was also in August. I, I, man, I don't want to take too much of your time. Oh, I, no, you, no, I have, I'm open, man. Because I'm telling you, there is so much correlation in what happens when things happen. There's something else that happens that not, maybe not at the same time, but it's just like, everything like it just wraps up so nicely in some way and it's like i was out in the field when uh, it was in august of 2019 and i'm going through my you know my route checking the oil wells the batteries doing whatever you know it's just going perfect there's not nothing going on and i get to the last location before I have to come home. And usually I would sit there because I had excellent, you know, data and I could watch movies and waste an hour till leave the the field. You're allowed to leave the field in case nothing went on. And it was just like I said, another day, it's perfect. I'm sitting at that location. I drove up to it. It was, uh, it was three o'clock. It was like 3.02. I get to that location. And there was a, I had one oil tank and one water tank that I had to hang gauge every day. There was no meter where I could run, run up and see the amount of water or oil in the tank. So I had to go in there and physically drop a gauge line and gauge the liquid in there. Didn't take me that long to do it. You know, probably not more than eight minutes, 10 right. minutes, go up there and gauge one, go to the next one, gauge it, come back, write them down, do the report. It was like, 3.02 in the afternoon, went up there, got back in the truck. I started doing my report. I start entering numbers and the phone rings while I'm doing, I'm, it's my boss. I'm like, 
what the hell does he want? Bosses <laughs> <laughs> usually call when something's messed up or they they, they want to know something. I was like, what the hell does Mike want? So I was like, hey, Mike, what's going on? He's like, hey, Joel. I was like, yes, sir. He goes, when you were out at the PLU, whatever, whatever, he's like, did you happen to see an oil leak on the lease road? I was like, no. I said, I actually just left from there, like, you know, not too long ago. And he's like, well, I, said, I just got a call that there was a, looked like there was a truck that was pulling oil out of the, because they were drilling new wells by there. And they were probably pulling oil from the drilling site and they spilled oil on the lease road. And I told Mike just nonchalantly, I was like, hey, Mike, this is, I'll go back out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell because to me it's just like a normal day and he's like oh no no you don't have to drive back out there so I'm like Mike I say I'm out here I say I'm at the Ross Ranch I'm at the Ron Ranch 31 he's like I mean I can almost like feel his like what you're out there that's exactly what he said on the phone he's like what you're still out there he's like Joel it's after 530 (laughs) Like, I was like, no way, Mike. I was like, no way. It's his name was just 302. I went and engaged the tanks. I got back down. It was like, he's like, no, it's after 5.30. So when he told me that, like, yeah. it's like I almost came out, out of a, like, a, a, my, my, I just came out of a fog. Like, I look at the clock, and it was 5.42. I look on the phone, it says 5.42, and I'm like, what in the world? I was like, Lord Jesus, you know, by that time I already hung up with Mike and I was like, I'm, I'm like, I, it, it's like someone just slapped me completely across the face and like I, my eyes opened wide. Like, I'm like, there is no way here I am. I mean, it's 302, you know, it's 302. I just got down from the tank. I'm I just like, my mind is like trying to, what the? That's how bad it affected me because I'm like, it can't be. It's just 302. I just went up there, gauge attack. I just hop in the truck and I'm writing the report. I'm entering into the phone and then he calls me and this is it's by after 5:30 and I'm like, like there's nothing, there's nothing that happened. Like, so in my mind, I'm like, God, you know, the sun's already like starting to go down. I'm like, I saw my head's coming out. I mean, the after I finished the report, I drove back home. I had the radio turned off had the windows slightly open and this is summertime i did not want to hear any noise like my mind is like what the hell just happened what yeah. the hell just happened like i was like how in the hell did i just lose two hours it was just 302 i went up got back in i was doing my report he calls and it's 5 30 like i'm struggling like it, it it ate me up for like nine days afterwards yeah no doubt like i i was like i couldn't make sense of it i couldn't time goes on and and in April of the following year, in 2020, that location that I was at, at that Ross Ranch 31, the well started to unload. And when it unloads, it's just, you know, there's more oil, more gas, more water. So, and it didn't have pipeline, you know, to push the oil into a disposal or the, sell the oil down a lack. So I had to call in trucks to physically come remove the oil, the water and the oil from the tanks that they were filling up, you know, constantly. 
And um, I was talking to this one guy that I've been talking to from the, the he was the, the, I guess the foreman for that trucking company. And he always seemed like a really nice guy. I was like, I enjoy talking to Jose. You know, he seems really nice. And one day I was like, when that well started to load, I called his company. Hey, man, I need trucks out here like 24-7, you know, come pull it out. Like every four to six hours, there needs to be a truck there. Because if not, that water is going to fill up and it's going to just make a mess at that location. So he had trucks out there for me 24-7, day and night, pulling water. And I was driving to that location in April and I seen a white truck up there and there was a, a water trucking company truck there too. And I was like, oh man, good. This is going to be Jose. You know, as I would finally get to meet him. So I drove up there and it did turn out to be Jose. You know, he was the foreman and he's like, hey, Joe, how's it going? I said, hey, it's going good. It's good to finally meet you. I said, we talked so much on the phone, but we'd never seen each other. I said, yes, I was kind of hoping it was you too. So we start talking, you know, it's just like, it's better than working. I said, oh, yeah. talking to people and getting along with people and getting to know them is way better than doing the goddamn work. <laughs> you can actually get to meet people. Like it's, I hate that so impersonal crap. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you don't know anything about a person. You don't, just like you really don't care. And that's how work treats you and you want to be with everybody. But actually everybody, we're all the same. And that's what I think, you know, we just got to look at people as who they are. So I was really enjoying my time getting to know this guy. And he has a guy with them sitting in, in the in the passenger seat. And somewhere along the talking along, we got into talking about, you know, because I can talk about theology, God, and this and that. And we we're talking about that. And I was like, you know what? We'll see what happened to me here on this location. And so I told him the whole story about what happened. And I said, and after all these months, like I was thinking, what if it was God? What if it was God that said, you know what? Oh, because there's another thing that I forgot to tell you. Go ahead. When I left that day, when that thing happened to me, why, you know, when my boss called me and I was like, it can't be, it's 3.02 and now it's 5.30. When, when I was driving out of that road, out of that lease road and got onto the highway, um, I went up the river and came down onto that highway. It's only a, well, it's actually not really a highway. It's more of a county road. And it's a really narrow road for all that oil field traffic. And there was an accident there. It was a, a it was a, a trucking that trucking company that I was using to haul water out. It was one of their semis, and a, and a, there was a like a four door F two fifty, like a company truck from somebody, and it looked like they had had a head on. And I thought about it. I was like, well, that's weird. You know, I was like, maybe God was keeping me off of here. It's like, no, you're not going to be on there. Right. And uh, so I was like telling him, I was, I was telling Jose about that. I said, man, Jose, I, said, I had, a, had such a hard time. Like it, it just ate up at me that I just, it's just like, I just went through life and there was two hours. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I said, I don't think it was aliens because let me tell you, when I got home, I was checking. I mean, I was through, I undressed. I was looking in the mirror. I was putting mirrors everywhere under my feet, between my, I'm checking to make sure that I don't have anything. <laughs> I said, I didn't see anything. I said, but I don't know what it was. I said, let me tell you what I think it is, Jose. I think it was God. I mean, I don't know because when I drove out of here and I actually got onto Longhorn Road, when I got off here and got onto the pavement on Longhorn, there was an accident there and it was like a really bad one. It was one of your guys' trucks. And, uh, and uh, 
another uh, it looked like for f-250 but they were already pulled off the side of the out of the road so it was obvious if that happened you know hours before right he goes it was just really weird and jose looks and goes yeah jose was, that was our truck because i remember that that night or that afternoon and he said but yeah because a guy died and so i was thinking i was like oh shit that's a i was thinking it was a truck driver or something and the guy that was sitting on the passenger side he looks at me and he's like the driver of that semi was me i was like what he's what? like yeah that i was driving that semi that 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 day he goes yeah, that truck. I don't know what happened. He goes, he, the next thing I was like, I'm just going down the road, just doing my job. And the next thing I see is that it's I feel in here. It says that truck just right into me. I said, I killed that dude. He goes, I killed that guy that was in that truck. He goes, I didn't do it intentionally. I said, I think he, I think he said that he the state police said that it, it was just that the guy drifted into his lane. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that is just so weird because that was the day that that happened when I was and when I got on Longhorn is that I saw that it says I knew it was that it happened like maybe two hours before because yeah. because they, they were already pulled off to the side but I could mm-hmm. see on the, on the markings that now I say like, maybe it was coincidence I don't know I really I, but that's what I think I lost two hours somewhere there that day but God you know there you yeah but I I, I start to think that now a lot i was thinking it after months because it was like you know what it's i would have been there that's the route that i always took you know at about probably that time too yeah and Mm. i mean i just don't know because it ate at me the day that it happened like i said it was 302 (laughs) like i'll say it you know, hand of the Bible, it was 302 when I got here and I just went up, got off the truck, jumped off, gaze of tanks doesn't take me more than eight, ten minutes. I got in the truck, I start writing things down, I start entering the phone, the phone rings, it's Mike, and Mike tells me that it's 530. <laughs> I was like, no way, Mike. Like, it was just 302. I just got off the truck with the clock, it was 302. <laughs> Calling him uh, a liar. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's weird it just it's just goes beyond the just i don't know i i really don't know i just say god i don't understand it i don't know what it is i don't even know who you are i'm just gonna say that you are an amazing loving benevolent merciful god because if you do things like that for me I mean, and I'm not the best person. <laughs> I mean, I don't kill, <laughs> I don't steal, but yeah. I have, I do sins. I mean, I'm, I'm a human being. I do things that I'm not proud of, you know. And, we all do, man. Yeah, and, yeah. and as soon as you say I'm sorry, he's like, for what? I already forgave you. You know. What yeah, I mean? that's what I tell him. I say, God, if you do amazing things for me, and if you let me, if it's you that lets me see things, I say I'm so thankful. But sometimes it's like. <laughs> It like puts me against the world <laughs> because I can't <laughs> describe it. I was like, it's have a hard time okay. telling us that people look, 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 there's more to life, you know. I don't know what comes after, you know, but it's, it's just a lot out there, a lot. And I'm sure that with a lot that's good, there's a lot that's also bad. There's, there's two sides to a coin. 
Yep. There's good, there's evil. Yep. And one is just as real as the other, man. Exactly. One is just as real as the other. And in there, the like to me, what I think is that there's hierarchy in everything. Because there's just not like a complete black or white. There's gonna be a hierarchy to this, a hierarchy to that. There's gonna be the different shades in between. And that's where everything comes in. Like we don't know. Sometimes we might say, Oh yeah, well. I want to make more money because I want to buy this. It's fine, but sometimes there's a little bit of evil in there too. It's that gray area. Yeah. Don't become too greedy. Be comfortable with what you have. That's it. (laughs) But it's like that, you know what I'm saying? It's just that that kind of thing that we're it's this everything's just so like we were born to be perfect, to know complete right from complete wrong. But I think God says, no, you're not perfect so you're i'm giving you that leeway for right now <laughs> there, there was only one born perfect and it wasn't me <laughs> it wasn't me it was it was our lord jesus that's, that's it that's the only one born to flesh that's it and uh, and that's what i mean that's why i say it's like i i don't know i like to think that there, there's gonna be something better what we got here i mean you know it's wait till we find out wait till we find out what these aliens are what these ufos are yeah maybe they're they're also looking like maybe they're also hey there's something good out there and like i said just because there's there's good ones and i'm pretty sure there's bad ones too just like us i i I honestly think that you know and um but it's just part of being you know, alive and being a, a living, breathing being, it's, we've got to go through that. There's just some people that can go through it like, ah, this is it. I got to make my money. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, not the, they're not the yeah, lucky yeah. ones. They're not the blessed ones. Yeah, that's don't, all. Don't envy about. those boring people, man. <laughs> I got to make my money and that's it. And when I die, bury it with me. I don't want my kids having it. <laughs> <laughs> No inheritance for every for anybody. That's that, that's what I I uh, I think it's like man. If I if I was ever blessed to become as rich, I would say you know what God may temptation never ever come to me. <laughs> that's, that's why you don't give it to me now. <laughs> because I'd say there's nothing wrong with money. It's just what you let yourself become with it. That's it. Like if you had it, uh, to what degree would you lose your humanity? You know, it's just because um, I honestly see every living soul, uh, uh, especially in, in, in human beings, as a creation and as a part of the creator. All of us, doesn't matter who we are, how, what we do, what we're, we all come from him. I think that honestly, wholeheartedly, what I feel is that we all come from him. And, uh, like I said, what I think of ascension, it's like how much spiritually are you growing so that when, if, and when we die, at what level are you going to start off on the other realm? Right. Like it, there's, I, I honestly think there's realms of learning and, and, and that's what I feel like because uh, there's just so much. We can't, I don't think we can honestly just take everything in 
and uh, gain the knowledge and gain this and, and just from one experience or two i mean i the way i see it is like this has been since before trillions of trillions of years this being this divine being has been there gathering constructing knowledge doing things that we just don't understand and never will and never will understand his knowledge why he does things um, because we're just not there we're not there but when we do we'll probably sit around the table with him and we will see the goodness and everything else that i mean this is what i think i do too i, I think it's wonderful you know for years i thought um and you know i'm still i'm having a hard time letting go of it i don't know if i should let go of it but with reincarnation it's been i was on my mind for over a decade i've, I've just dwelt on that topic and it was kind of like what you talk about you talk about ascension i would think that you know our goal is to be Christ-like, right? That's that's the goal. Yes. To be. And I, I felt like we'd go through each lifetime and we would, when we come into it, you have to either pay off the sins that you screwed up in the past life. Yes. You know, and and pick up the cues and the clues to, to get a little bit higher on the in the rungs before, you know, you, before you die again. And eventually... When you hit that Christ-like state, when you are that enlightened person, then maybe you get to go into paradise or whatever. Yes, and and there's there's many. The way I think, I mean, from what I just gathered from, like I said, the the, the UFOs and those all oh, those cryptids. It's like that's just one part of what I have seen, and then there's this other part that has to do with the the spiritual side of the lucid dreaming and it's like it's just so much that i've like seen and it's like wow is it, it kind of like makes sense but yeah let me tell you what this thing this is a lucid dream thing since i was 21 i started having lucid dreams at the end of like december and beginning early beginning of, of january and they were started like really bad nightmares and uh, they got used to get so bad that I, I was not sleeping at night. I didn't want to sleep because they were so real to me. Right. And it was always demons or witches or something like that. It was like they're coming to get me. They're going to eat me. They're going to boil me. They're going to do something. And, and I was so terrified, you know, I, I mean, that I was staying over. I mean, I would... 21 years old i was staying with my grandma because my uncle was there my aunt was there my brother was there his kids were there there was a lot of people so i was like i felt safe at night i was like i want to sleep here but i didn't tell anybody and sometimes i didn't want to sleep i think i went without sleep for like maybe four days almost four nights and it got to the point where i was like i couldn't tell when i was asleep and when i was awake and I wasn't telling anybody. People knew that there was something wrong with me, you know, and I was severely depressed. I wanted to commit suicide. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And I, I said, no, God, this is not going to do. I'm not going to go down what my brother did. I don't know what he did. I know you've forgiven him because nobody's perfect. Nobody understands 
more than you what a person does, even though people say, well, that's in the Bible. He's going to go to hell. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Can you, can you, I said, think about this logically. We are lower than God. I said, could you honestly say, oh, because my kid did this, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Or I'm going to cast you into a fire or blah, blah, blah. I said, could you do that? I said, I can't even do that to a dog or a cat. Think I want to do that to a human being, and you think your God's going to do that to you? He understands that we're not perfect. He understands. I said I was telling this lady at church. He understands we're <laughs> not perfect. He understands we're not perfect in His mercy. <laughs> his mercy is ever laughing yet it's forever and ever. I said, you cannot judge people. I said, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, don't do that. You know. Don't judge people for what they do. We don't understand what's going through their minds, what their emotions are, because there's people are so complicated. Yeah, man. You know, it's just like pray for them. If anything, if you don't want to do anything, at least pray for a person. But I was telling myself that when I was having those thoughts about um, suicide, I said, God, please take these out of my mind. I don't know where they're coming from. You know, help me, help me, help me. Please help me. I don't know what to do anymore. I said, I'm praying to you. I'm praying to you. And eventually I started coming out of it. And then the dreams started, those lucid dreams started to taper off. Yeah. And then in May, one of my friends was over at the house. And um, I don't remember if we had gone bike riding or if we went actually riding in a car. But we were down because I used to sleep in the basement. And I think this is where a lot of the shit came from, <laughs> that basement. Because... I was having these these lucid dreams and they all started with me seeing something pop out of the corner of that basement. There used to be a, um, it was like a, a dark room in the basement for, for picture developing. Yeah. All the equipment was still in there. And it was like really creepy to me because he'd go and turn on and it's a red light. I, yeah, it's man. like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> so I took it out. And I started growing crystals in there like those science crystals i thought that was better but there was also a like a well the bottom of that in the basement in that dark room there was a well uh -uh. i don't know how deep it was but it always had water in there so i was like that is just too weird <laughs> then when i was started having those things it's like i was like just about to fall asleep and i would see something pop out of that room it was always little and the only way I can describe it is that it looked like the Mitchell and man, you know, like that, the rolls. all the rolls on him. Yeah. But this one was like a uh, peach or tan colored, like maybe three feet, you know, tall. And it would just like walk over and it would just, it didn't have any facial features, but it would just like look over me and it would frighten me. Mm. And I, I was like, oh, this is just dreamy though. It's just a dream. It's a bad dream. But well, in May, like I said, when me and my friend were hang, hung out that entire day, it got night and it was raining and he was riding a bicycle and he's like, I'm going to ride the bike back to the house. I said, no, nah, if you want to, says, you are more than welcome to stay here. I really wanted him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like the first time I have enjoyed time. With, I mean, like I was actually starting to live again. And I told him, I says, if you want to, you can stay here. And he's like, are you sure? I said, yeah, go ahead. I said, man, this is the, the bed's 
huge. I had a king size bed. Yeah. I said, look at the size of this thing, man. I said, you can sleep on that end and I'll sleep against the wall. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so he's like, all right, cool. So we're talking, you know, we're already in bed and um, I hear him snoring. So I was like, oh, good. He's supposed to sleep. And I can't sleep still. So I'm like just sitting there, like just lying in bed thinking and thinking and thinking and the next thing i hear i hear this guy i hear him oh oh like <laughs> i, I want like laugh i want like laugh because it sounded funny but that's probably how i sounded but no luckily nobody was hearing me <laughs> but he's like got really fear like i can not just hear the fear coming out of him, but i can feel it almost like i just by hearing like he's like oh i like got up they were kind of laughing, and I turned the light on, and I'm shaking. I said, hey, Joe, what's, what's going on? He's like, oh, shit. He's like, damn. I said, I don't know. I was, I was having this weird nightmare. I said, is it just, just weird? And I was like, really? He said, yeah. He goes, I said, man, so what was it like? He's like, man, I don't know. He's like, shit. He's like, I'm sitting here. I said, I'm lying in bed, and it's like the next thing I see is like, this thing comes out of there like it just came man and i was like what was it that just i got wanted him to tell me i said what yeah. did it look like and he was like hell i don't know because it was short it was like it had like rolls on it and so uh -uh. It, was, oh, it was like just gave me this creepy ugly feeling i said and it came right to the side of the bed and it was just like staring down at me and i was like couldn't move when he told me that then I was like, okay, I'm not fucking dreaming the shit that, yeah. I mean, I purposely, I felt bad because I purposely was like, yeah, sleep out on the edge of the bed like I do. Yeah. I you, and I'll sleep against the wall. Yeah. And for him to say the exact same, tell me like exactly that i was seeing that thing and i didn't tell anybody i didn't tell my brothers i didn't tell my mom i didn't tell my dad i didn't tell cousins i didn't tell friends i didn't tell anybody i was taking all this within me like just keeping it bottled up mm. and how old, were, said, how old were you at that time i was 20 when i started having that I was 21 going on 22 Ooh. and um but yeah that that i started having a lot of lucid dreams like during that time and it was like um, there were like a lot in the beginning and then they kind of like start tapering off and tapering off. But in, in these lucid dreams, like I was having like these uh, like these fight backs, like I was, <laughs> it sounds silly. It sounds so silly, but I would be, like I said, I would, I'm not just going to say what I had, with, you know, what I was feeling. It's like I was developing these powers within, within the dreams so I could actually fight these things, which is silly, like Sailor Moon, you know, I got blast you guys <laughs> oh, you, you know it, it, it's and it, it sounds silly but it was working because it, it always tell in the beginning like when i was trying to get over these things i would always try to say god's name i would be like and they would just wouldn't come out and these things would either be closer and i could feel death on, you know it's right there just breathing down my neck and i could feel something bad's gonna happen it has me terrified and i'm trying to say god's name and it just won't come out and finally when i would say it like these things would collapse and i wake up out of that dream so i'm like wow there's more to this but later on as the dreams were becoming a little bit more evolved i'm like 
I had the power like within me in the dream. Like I was like, I'm trying to say God's name and it couldn't come out. So I was like, oh no, I was like, I'm going to do this. So I was like, like I just fly into the demon and explode it like in a movie. It's, it's how these dreams. And then I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, see, I can handle them now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's in the dream, you know? So it's like, it, but they were real. That's the whole thing. The yeah. sensation, everything. So that that kind of like now that I think about it, it's like I, I like I sit and I think a lot about these things, and, and that's why I'm always like a quiet person when I'm yeah. around people, or because it's like I think a lot about things. I'm constantly my mind's thinking, and I was thinking about this for a long time. It's like wow, it's just, here I am. I said I'm having these experiences, but now that I was, you know, learning how to defeat these things in the dreams like a spiritual battle almost i said they evolved their tactic to where they're not looking like demons or witches or something grotesque that they started looking more like humans yeah man because I, then the lucid yeah. dreams were like i was dealing with people like the weirdest things like i would wind up in a in a in a room like i remember these dreams it's like i was in a limousine with famous people i don't know who they were but they invited me up to their you know their posh room that they're up in this hotel and there's cocaine there's everything sex drugs rock and roll whatever everything and i'm like i shouldn't be here i shouldn't be here yeah. <laughs> i keep telling myself i shouldn't be here and the next thing i know there's guys breaking in shooting everybody they're stabbing people and i'm like run trying to get away and and i was like ah, oh, i'm gonna die then that's when i start saying god again just instead of like i have the power <laughs> like this time i'm like god help me then i would say god's name and i wake up out of it it's like they were changing their tactics especially in my sleep because it's like okay this guy's he's unconscious but you know we can i don't know why if if anything like i said it sounds almost paranoia but it's like why would they even choose me what the hell why why what have i done to you <laughs> <laughs> and so it gets me that way like what have i done to these things that they if they want to why do they you know do they just like to torture me in my sleep well, but let, you know, let me ask you a couple personal questions man yes uh okay i, I don't even know if i need to ask questions I, I feel like i just need to tell you um you you know what you're dealing with you know what you've been dealing with your whole life it is spiritual it is spiritual warfare you know these things are coming at you in your sleep you are a light in the darkness man and they're drawn to you because this is the devil it says right at right in the bible that the devil is the god of this world lowercase g but yes, I those am. words are in there and you're not of this world. You're just in it. This is all real. Your whole, everything that's been happening to you is real. I feel like you, I feel like you're, you've been getting visions all your life. These things in the sky. Listen to your grandma. <laughs> I honestly believe these are, these are angels and demons. You are seeing things that that are really there that most people don't get to see. Um, 
I think you're blessed, man. I think you're anointed. I think God's got work for you. I feel that like in the last few years, I've been feeling that like, I don't know, because there's, I, I tell people everywhere I go, I say, man, there's more to life than what's just because, I mean, I don't sit there and tell them about my experiences, but I just tell them, I said, man, there's something better out there than what we're seeing here. Because yeah. look at this world. It's a mess. It, it truly, honestly, everybody hates each other. We were constantly being lied and it's just dividing people. I mean, through race, class, nationality culture everything and that's not what god intended for humanity we're all his we're all his people we're one people but we it goes and he understands that yeah maybe you know there, there there's just so much wrong with it right now and, and it's just it's just in our face every time we have our eyes open it's like just right there it's here it's there and um, I feel like God's raising an army and you're in it. man. I'm for real. Oh, you know what? I, I appreciate that. But let me tell you about the lucid dreaming. Yeah, it's just this is. So I'm having these dreams and. Um, I've been having them since I was 21. I'm, I'm, I'm 40 and I'm almost 50. So I have for like over 20 years, you know, yeah. and. But they came in, they came to an end in September of 2019. And let me tell you about what happened. Damn it. I was having that, uh, the, the, I think it was seven or nine days before the, the lucid dream that I had that ended all the lucid dreams. One night I had fallen asleep on the couch. And I was in a, like, it looked like a Scottish field to me. And there was like mountains and there was this towers, beautiful stone tower, like just jutting out of the ground. And it went high up into the sky. And of course, I like stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I got to go check this th place out. It looks so freaking cool. I'm running to this thing. I open the door and I start climbing down and it's, I'm going down the tower, but it seems like I'm going down into the ground. And I'm like, I mean, I can feel the walls on it and I can, I can smell the, the moisture, like the water, kind of like mildewy. Yeah. I can feel the coolness of everything. I'm like walking down until I get to the bottom of this tower and it opened up and it kind of looked like a, like an octagon. And right where I walked out into that, there was another opening on the other side of the, of the bottom of it and it looked exactly like the word i came out of so i'm like walking towards there and i looked into the darkness i'm like looking i said what's in there and i saw two eyes hmm. they're looking and but they looked like um they were yellow like orange yellow like um like diamonds it's the only way i can describe them but they were yellow or an orange yeah you know and they're just like looking and I'm looking at it and I'm like intrigued. I'm like, oh, what, who, what is this? I thought it was an animal. But I see them moving and they're coming out until it steps out from there and I can actually see it's a man. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. You know, I'm thinking this in the dream. I said, like, that's kind of weird. And he's like looking at me, looking at me, looking at me. And his eyes are like beautifully just 
brilliant like gemstones but they're they they have pupil but it's like yeah. like they look like diamonds but it's the pupil he still has the iris he still has that pupil but around the color what would be the color of the eye it was like it looked like diamond it was just the brilliance of yellow orange color and it was really beautiful and i'm like looking i was like man i really want eyes like that. <laughs> i really want eyes like yeah that guy does and he comes out he comes out and he's looking at me and i don't know where this like altar or whatever it was just appeared there and i'm standing you know a few feet away from him and he walks up to that and he tells me I've been looking for you for a long time. I found you. I have you here. He says, anything that you want, everything that you've wanted to know, this is everything you will know and you can have. And he says, but you know what you have to do. And he waves his hand over what looked like a book on that altar. He waves his hand like this. And at that time, at the, in, I mean, in my heart, it was like, I felt it like, uh-uh. He said, say God's name. And I'm like, oh, I can't say it. I'm like, I can't, it won't come out. And I'm starting to like, get really freaked out. I think there was the third or fourth time I finally says God's name. And I woke up out of that dream. And I'm mm. like, I'm sweating like I, I turn on the light and I looked on the couch and I could see <laughs> I could see <laughs> I could see like a sweat big wet spot where my body was in sweat and like I could yeah. see the arms the legs the neck everything my head <laughs> the legs I was like holy crap that was really scary as shit I don't know how long the dream was but yeah. I was because I was sweating like crazy I, and at that time i was smoking cigarettes but not a lot so i grabbed a cigarette and i was like i need to calm down so i'll go outside i'm smoking yeah, a cigarette i finished it off and i was like what the hell was that all about it was just too weird and i went back to sleep uh you know because i had to work in the morning so i was like i'm gonna go have go back to sleep i laid that back down again and it's like as soon as i felt myself not off it was the same dream again it started exactly the same way i saw the tower walked into it the guy's there he tells me the same thing and i start saying god's name until finally comes out and i wake up again and again i'm like by this time i'm like something's not right you know i had the same dream twice it's just like back to back that's just really weird and i was like god i don't know what's going on (laughs) But please help me. I was like, I'm really desperate. I need help. I don't know what's yeah. going on. And so I was like, stayed up, drink, drank water, watched TV for a little bit because I was really nervous. Like I was like, like I didn't want to go back to sleep, you know, because it's, it's just weird. Especially when you have this guy comes out, he says anything you want, any, anything you wanted to know, you it will all be yours if you do, you know what you have to do. And I was like, uh-uh, I ain't doing it. The third time. So I finished watching TV. I'm already starting to feel sleepy again. And I was like, you know what, God, please be with me. I had that dream the third time. Oh, my God. The exact same way. But at the very end, when I was like telling him, tell me your name. Like I was screaming at him. Tell me your name. He wouldn't. 
he would not tell me his name. He's like, he just kept saying no, no. And then I start backing away because I was like, I think I know who you are. I think I was backing away from him. And at that time, I saw people in, in like robes. They had black robes and they had the hoods pulled over them. And they were all, there was like standing around. There was like, I think there was eight or nine. There was one, two, three, four. And there was another one behind me. But I couldn't, I didn't see him, but like I was, I knew there was somebody behind me. Yeah. And I'm backing away from him. And I was, I was telling him, I said, no, no. And I'm trying to say God's name and it just won't come out. And I'm backing up and I bump into the one that's behind me. And I turned around to look at him. And he's like really tall. He's yeah. like at least 12 feet tall. I mean, he's ginormous. He's because mm. the other ones look like human, like, you know five ten six feet tall like the people around me i just never seen their heads because they had them robes over them. the one that was right behind me when i bumped into him and i turned around and i was like oh shit i said who the hell is this one he got his hands and he did this to his hood flipped it back and then he looks at me he had the face with to me, it looked like a bat, you know, and, um, but he had horns on the side of his head that looked like ram horns, but they were like super tight. Like they were just like on there, like tight. There was no space between them. The only space they had, like probably was like the last two to three inches that came out of the sides of his head. But the rest were like really tight. And I'm looking at it and I'm like shitting bricks in the dream. Like I'm going to die. Like I felt that's what I felt. I'm going to die until finally I was like trying to say God's name at the same time. And it's like it finally came out and I popped out of that dream. And by that time, I'm like, God, please. I mean, I go look for the Bible. I'm going to yeah, read man. passages in here. I, I need help. I need help. I said, so I read, read, read until I was like felt completely relaxed i don't know how long it took me but it eventually got there and i woke you know fine except for the that dream stayed with me yeah nine seven or nine days after that i had another lucid dream and it was like this one was weird i was on top of a mountain and i could see down the side, the valley, and there was another, the mountain on the other side, and it was all pine forest, beautiful. It was just like a beautiful dream. The next thing I hear, a bunch of hollering, and, and just sounded like monsters and shit, and I turned to the side, and I saw, like, the orcs from Lord of the Rings kind of looking like that, and they're, like, running towards me. I get frightened, and I was like, oh, shit i said i need to get away and i started to run i'm going downhill but i fell but i fell on my ass and i had my knees like this <laughs> like this and i'm like sliding down the side of the mountain really fast right. and the, the one thing that i could like get the sense of is that i'm going so fast that if i slam into a tree i'm gonna kill myself you know i'm, I'm gonna hurt myself bad to the point that i'm gonna die so i'm scared in that dream i'm like and i'm passing trees like i can hear these things after me chasing me and 
I didn't even think of saying God's name in that at that time. Like I just I was so scared. Like everything's just like coming at me, trees just I'm like, oh my God, I need help. I heard myself in that dream said, it said this. I told myself this, Joel, stop, get up and jump. I'm hearing this in my head. And at the same time, I'm saying this, I'm doing it. Like it's in, it's, it's at the same time I hear my name, stop. I'm already, I'm already stopped, get up. I'm already up. And it's like, jump in a dream. And I don't know, I did, I jumped off the cliff. You know, I'm like, no fear, no nothing. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I told myself I'm going to fly. <laughs> I flew. Yeah. I mean, I went down, but when I, when I said, I'm going to fly, I started going up and I'm like seeing everything like I could see. I'm, I'm rising up over the mountain. I can see the clouds. I can see the sun. I see space and I'm going up and I'm going up and I'm going up. And it's just so beautiful. Like I'm telling myself, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. And I was going. Yeah, man. So I see like this galaxy, you know, it's like, it's got all this nice beautiful things and i was like i want to go there i start going the next thing i felt somebody grabbed me i felt arms go around me and grab me like uh, and i stopped i felt like care like somebody cared for me yeah man like I've never felt that ever in my life and I've actually missed it so much that I wish I could do dream something like that so that I could feel that and I haven't but I felt like something was carried and I was like that is just so weird and I wanted to turn around but I did it because I was in that moment but I knew we were coming back down yeah back down and back down and I was looking and I was like oh this is the way I came up <laughs> and I was like, why am I going back down? I wanted to go up that way. But I was like, no, this feels so good. It's like, I feel loved and I feel cared for. It was like amazing. I was like, like it just took complete over me and we're going back down. We're going back down and I could feel like passing the clouds. And then, especially when we got into the, the, the camp, that valley, there was like a mist close to the ground and I could feel like the mist on my skin and everything. I was like, and I, then I feel that we landed and I could feel the, the dirt underneath my shoes. I mean, I was wearing shoes, but I could feel the dirt. It was kind of weird. Like I could feel it moist and everything. And we land there. And I was like thinking to myself, wow. I was like, I was really enjoying that until this, I wanted to say jerk, stop me. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it. I was like, but that's what I was thinking. But I was like, if you think it read minds, he probably heard me. He knew what I was saying, but he's not. He was like, "What you say about me, you know, <laughs> blasphemer?" But, but you know, I was thinking that, and I was like, "God, why, why did this person stop me?" And I turned and I wanted to see who this person was. I said, "Why did you keep me from doing that?" I was fun, you know. So I was, was going to go see things that. So I turn around and it's a man. It looks like a regular man. You know, it's pretty handsome dark haired and he's looking at me and I asked him why did you do that and he answered me back his mouth didn't move I heard him tell me 
in my head, I heard him say this. Joel, this is not for you to know yet. Mm. That's what he said. And he turned and he walked away. And I woke up out of that dream. That since that night in September of 2019, up till today, November 1st, 2022, I have not had one lucid dream. Not not a one when I was having them since I was 21 up until 2019 after that dream I never have I have not had one no it's like the lucid dreams don't even happen like like they just completely gone wow and, and if it's that coincidence, I don't think so. I tell people it felt so real. It felt so real. Like I was free. Like I felt like in that lucid dream, I felt like I was going to go explore galaxies because that's what I wanted to do. And the next thing I know, I saw, I saw this one. I was like, I'm headed there. And I'll start going. And I just felt somebody grab me. And I stopped. And I'm like, why? 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 <laughs> I don't know why. The last thing when I asked you, why did you do that? When he told me, this is not for you to know yet. I don't know what he meant by that, but I don't question. (laughs) Because since that night, I, like I said, my lucid dreams, I have none, 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 no more, none, not good ones, not bad ones, nothing. There are no more. Hmm. I so I don't know what what happened there. No, it's not for you to know yet. Listen. It's not for me to know. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's why I say there's there's, there's a, there. I think there's an ascension to everything. Yeah, everything. There's a time and a place for you to know things and be able to do things. Yeah. And if it's not right now, it ain't gonna happen. No matter how hard you try, if you don't have that, that it's your time. It's not gonna happen. You yeah. can't. It all works out on uh, on his timeline, man. We might not like it. We might we might love it, but it's not yeah. Like- because what we don't know is that he's probably watching out for something that's gonna cost you dearly, yep. and that you cannot handle if you want to do it. I want it now because everybody wants that. We're all about microwave. We all want microwave results. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all instant gratification people. Except, yes, that's what we're all about. But Microwave gotta... results. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop it in. Money. Boop, boop, boop. Well, there it goes. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's just so much that, like I said, God, there's just so much more. It's it's like I, I gotta sit down and write. I did write a few things, but it's like I start talking and I remember, oh yeah, I forgot this, <laughs> forgot that. And there's a lot. There's a lot more. Uh, I mean, a lot more different things. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I see things. It's it's just weird. I'm telling you, man. I I believe it. I like something, I said, something for you. Like I say, it's not even just like the UFOs and the dreaming. It's like the ghosts, like 
I saw this thing in Carlsbad like form right in front of me as I was driving down the road. (laughs) It was so weird, but it didn't frighten me. I was driving down Boyd Drive in in Carlsbad and there's a there's a little farmhouse across the street from the cemetery. It's in the city limits, but it's I guess on the middle of the road this way it's city and on that side it's county because it's just like rural on that side but it's city limits right there or right at that farmhouse is across from the cemetery there's a barn just like a typical barn you know looks like any other barn just creepy and uh, <laughs> it looks like a jason type thing it's got the doors at the top and the winch and it's just like that's a perfect murder scene movie right there they're hiding somebody with chopped up in a machete or something and it has a fence around it like a white pipe fence and i was driving back from my cousin's house to to my house and it wasn't even that late that this was in 2009 it was also in august right <laughs> 2009 see it everything's like it's at that time it's just so weird august september october and i was driving down that boyd road another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you'd never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs. Go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's BUMP, B-U-M-P, 22 to save 10% site-wide. This is a veteran-owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America, the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American-made. There's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, Or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com. But wait, there's more. <laughs> hey, Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use Bump22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So get on there now. Use Bump22. Save 15% site-wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. This thing like looked like a... The only way I can describe it is like a cloud, probably about, you know, two and a half feet wide, maybe about six or seven feet tall. It was just like a cloud. It just 
formed like out of nowhere. I saw it. I, I, I saw it forming. Like it was just like a mist and it's just like, like grew. And it's just right there inside the pipe fence. And I'm looking at it. I was like, what in the world is that? I said, did I just see a ghost materialize in front of me? I think you did. <laughs> so I'm driving down, I'm driving to the world. It floats up and it goes, it turns up on its side like it, it, it was up and down, but then it kind of floated and then it went like this and it starts headed into towards across the road. So I sped the car up. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm going to see what the hell this is. I sped the car up and I got right where it was starting to cross like uh, into my lane i rolled the windows down the thing came into the car rubbed against the windshield and i saw it dissipate into the into the cemetery (laughs) and i'm like what the hell was that it left like a streak of water inside the 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 windshield on the inside of the outside and i was all touching it and i'm like well, it doesn't have an odor. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I even wanted to taste it, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, man. But it, it did. And that's why I, I, I tell people that because they're like, there's no fucking way. You'd be fucking scared shitless. I was like, I wasn't. I said, I drove straight to where it was at. When I saw it turn on its side and I was like, it's going to cross the road. I said, I sped my car up. I, I rolled my windows down and I, I caught it. It flew into the car like this far away from me because it was hugging both the outside and the inside of the windshield. And I seen it going. And then it kind of like went in, it disappeared going into the cemetery. Like it just vanished. But it left a, like, it looked like water, like condensed water on the inside. And I was like, that was so cool. And I only had two beers. So I wasn't like, (laughs) I wasn't stinking drunk, but I was like, that is just so cool. And I put my fingers up and I was like, it feels like water. I don't know. It smells like water. <laughs> it, I don't know what it was. I should have saved some water. Somebody wanted it. It's like here, analyze this. But I, ne- I yeah. didn't think about stuff like that because it's like, uh, and, and it's just so odd because I tell people that's a bunch of bullshit. I said no, it's not. I mean, I really did. It's like the person <laughs> I sucked Bigfoot right in the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And the guy's like, I did, I did. He put his head over the window and I punched someone because, I mean, the people can do stuff like that. You know, like I said, the weirdest things that you can, it just unbelievable. But yeah, it's like, I did. I, that thing materialized. I mean, like out of thin air, I'm driving down the road. There's nothing there. And I'll say, I just see like a wisp of smoke and it just like grew big, like that Mm -hmm. quick. And it's standing inside the, the corral like i said it was probably about two and a half feet wide but it was like a like a cloud that's the only way i can describe it it looked like a cloud from the sky but miniature and it's just there and then it just kind of floats up a little bit and it turns on its side and it's like moving and i was like oh it's gonna cross the road and it was and i was like i'm speeding up (laughs) gotta see what it is and i did it actually went inside the car and Oh, man. Not all of it, but part of it. Like, yeah, you know, it came inside and it went against the windshield, and it left like a like condensed water inside. That is wild. It, it, it's weird. It's it's just odd. It's just yeah, but a lot of people are not going to believe me on that. Uh, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, that's the thing. People pick and choose what they want to believe. No, I mean it's because pick and, choose, and that's okay. You know, some yeah, just you know, because if we can't wrap our head around some things, that's okay. Because let me tell you another. If you have time for it, I'll tell you another one. Yeah, I do. I do. This this one, okay. See, that is just like it's silly. That if somebody heard it, they'll be like, "Oh, that's silly, man." You know, passes yeah. inside the car, rolls out the windows. It's silly. But if you hear something that's like bad, people are like, "Oh, that could happen." They get, you know, they're more into it because this is one. This is another thing that happened to me. 2000, 2003, uh, probably July. I used, I used to be, I, I enjoyed the hell out of drinking. I used to be an alcoholic at that time. Yeah. I wasn't a mean alcoholic. I wasn't a bad alcoholic, but I was just an alcoholic. And, uh, and I was a conscious one <laughs> because if I was out drinking and driving, once I started getting that buzz, I said, like, I'm going to stay here because I don't want to be out drinking and you know, driving. Right. And that's what I usually what used to do. One night I wound up at a lake uh, called Avalon, which is north of Carlsbad. And it was right after 4th of July. And so people still had fireworks. And there's teenagers riding around the lake at night, popping fireworks. Other than that, there was really nobody out there. It was just quiet, quiet after probably around 1 in the morning. It was just dead quiet. And I would park, drive to the lake and I parked almost just a few feet away from the lake. Because that lake, there's parts where it's, it's really rocky and um, there's no dirt. And there's places on the other side where it's just nothing but dirt. But the side that I was on, it has a lot of rock. So you can actually drive, I mean, just inches from the shore and you're on a rock and there's no mud, nothing. I was in that spot, and of course, I was drunk. And I had the windows of the truck probably rolled about three quarters of a, of a way. It was summertime, it was hot, but I was handling it. It wasn't terribly to the point where I had to roll everything down or have the truck on with the AC. But I had them just, just enough, and I had the radio just loud enough where I could actually, because like I said, I'm very, I try to be as conscious of everything. Is anybody going to sneak up on me? <laughs> I want to be able to hear them, you know, but I want to enjoy my music so I can try, I try to level everything out. Right. Um, I know I'm drunk. I, I know so I'm going to stay here the night. I don't have any weapons, you know, and of course, there's been several people from the time that I don't, you know, killed up there. So I was like, but I wasn't uh, scared, you know, even though it's like out of town, it's there's nobody out there. I wasn't afraid. Like that's what I say was naivety or I don't know, just being stupid. But I wasn't afraid. I knew I was gonna stay out there, but I was like, I, I never was afraid of getting like seeing anybody like trying to kill me or do something bad to me. But I had the windows so down, and I'm like, I'm tired. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, I need to sleep. I start falling asleep, and it's like as soon as I close my eyes, I heard a baby crying. <laughs> what? I heard a baby crying. I mean, an actual, real baby. And people are like, "Was it a raccoon? Was it a, a, a baby bobcat? Was it?" I was like, "No, no, no, no." I said, "You people keep forgetting. I was raised in the desert. Yeah. 
I said, I've raised nieces and nephews and friends, babies. I know the difference between a human and an animal for crying out loud. I don't make me sound stupid. (laughs) Don't insult my intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I felt like telling, but I I don't want to because you do, you do know when you know, you know, you know, it's, it's not like. Ah, it was a bobcat. Oh no, it wasn't a bobcat. It was an actual baby. You know, a baby human's cry from an animal's cry. It doesn't matter how similar it is. You know it. It was a baby. So I like carried this baby out, and the first thing that comes to my mind is like, oh, I'm gonna have to go rescue a baby. I'm gonna have to drive it to town with this baby, drunk off my ass. If I get pulled over, I hope the cops are like, well, you're forgiven. You're not gonna do anything to you because you have a baby with you that you saved. So thank you very much. Not next time. <laughs> 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 that's what's going through my head like i already prayed out the scenario like oh my god now i gotta rescue this baby this god this crack whore why did you have this baby out here like i'm mad like i'm, I'm something i had no idea this is what my mind's coming up with oh damn you for having this baby and getting rid of him get off the drugs like <laughs> I'm, I'm saying all kinds of things in my head like i like i just don't want to get off the truck so i get out oh and this is the thing I already knew I was going to be out doing, you know, out at night. So yeah. I had just replaced the batteries after work on my flashlight to make sure, because I could use up an entire flashlight, you know, batteries, battery life in one night. Absolutely. I, I, I use flashlights like crazy. So I had bought brand new batteries. It's working fine. I had already used it before and I had it with me. It's ready to go. And so I get off the truck got my flashlight and I'm looking around and I'm like oh it's coming from over here I'm moving moving I was like oh shit why does it have to be why I was like thinking to myself, why does it have to be way the hell out there I was like I'm parked way the hell over there <laughs> I'm drunk I'm stumbling that's so I was like but in my head I was like it was a baby so I'm going I have to find this baby I have to save it because you know it's that's what I'm thinking it's a baby that it needs help. It needs help. So I'm not going to be the one to do it because I can't, unconsciously, I cannot do that. Right. Leave it, hear it, and leave it there. So I get off. I'm looking for it. That's coming from here. Though there was a, a spot along the lake that had a bunch of salt cedars, kind of like they grow all along the river. But I had been there before many times and it had like an opening in the trees that looked like a like an archway that was probably about i'm gonna say probably four and a half five feet high and it looked like if when you'd go in there in the daytime it looked like somebody lived back there so there was a bed <laughs> i wouldn't sleep on it though. <laughs> i mean it probably had rattlesnakes underneath scorpions whatever there was a bed there was like a bunch of beer bottles and and it was probably a teenager hideout or hangout or yes. somebody actually did live back there but and then it ended. That was it. That was just it. Then you had to come back out, you know, without going through the branches and all that. Just follow the same way out. So I was like, that's where the baby sounded like it was coming in. I was like, oh my God. I said, it's way in there. I was like, and it's dark. I was like, dang, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go back down there. But then it's crying. Like it's so I had just ducked. I had just ducked down it enough to actually walk through the arch. Because it was like it was a, it was a stretch of arch that went in for about maybe six feet, maybe seven feet, and then you could yeah. actually the inside of the the brush opened up 
like I said, it was it was like a hangout. It was like there was beds back there. I think there was a recliner and beer bottles. Just it looked like either teenagers or actually somebody lived back there. I don't know what it was, mm. but I had just stuck down to get into that archway, and my flashlight went out, and it's pitch black. I mean, mm. <laughs> I can't see squat like, and I'm messing with the light that's like i just replaced the batteries today i was like what the hell's going on and i'm i'm getting scared like i'm see i'm feeling the scared like already yeah probably sobering up real quick i, I did yeah. especially especially after i'm gonna tell you what happened when i'm bent over like this guess what happened i heard the baby like right here next to my oh, ear oh. it just it started crying like right there well, I was like, whoa! <laughs> if I would have reached down, I would have grabbed that thing, whatever it was. But I felt something tell me, don't go in there. Like I heard it, but it sounded like a woman's voice. I heard it say, don't go in there. Don't go in there. I heard it loud, like in my head. And it's like, when I heard that, it's like, like, I saw everything went just went completely black. Like I even felt the, the, the color black. I saw it. I felt it. Like I yes. just like get the hell out of there. I don't know what it was, mm. what was messing with me that night. Uh, but when I got back to the truck, I mean, I was sobered up. I like, it's like I even touched that damn bottle of, of, of brandy. I mean, I was like completely sober yep. to the point where i was like god i don't know what happened and you know i mean i'm praying i was like i was like i just need to sleep i know i'm still gonna be buzzed if i get pulled over they're gonna analyze me oh, you're, yeah you got so much alcohol in your breath you know it doesn't matter if you're think you're sober right <laughs> this, this thing says otherwise <laughs> yeah so i was like i'm not gonna drive i'm gonna stay there and all that time when i was trying to go to sleep it's like i could still hear that baby and it's like i would try to ignore it the more i ignored it the louder it would get yeah to the point where i had to turn the volume up on that truck as high as it would go just to drown out that baby but oh. that's so that when i tell people that story they get like scared like oh my god i'm never gonna go out there again or whatever and it's that 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 scary issue but it, it's real like for me it's like i was hearing that baby i was hearing it's like oh it's like it's taking me and it had to take me to that spot that i, yep. I knew like oh ah, the worst spot on the uh, on the lake it's just a bunch of trees traveling to it that was honestly the worst spot yeah <laughs> like man. you could imagine something happening inside the that bunch of trees yeah uh, because it was there was just like a little archway that you had to walk in and it was like it would open up the rest was just mangled brush and, and branches coming down to the ground where you can actually like find a way out unless it was in and out through that thing mm -hmm. but when i did hear that baby crying and i just ducked down and my flashlight went out and then it's like as soon as i went out and i'm trying to mess i heard the baby and it sounded like it was, was right next to me like like it was at my feet like if i would have reached down and did this i would have felt it whatever it was it, 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 it probably wouldn't have been something <laughs> something good <laughs> i would have felt fangs or something <laughs> I don't know. but i'm i 
as long as I didn't see it, because I don't know what the form of what these things can take, and I've never seen anything demonic other than in a dream. But to say that I've seen it with a naked eye, no, and and I'm thankful for that. And I like I told I tell God I'm thankful because I've been through a lot of these things consciously where I've been out somewhere and I've like I've been harassed by something that I couldn't see, but it sounded like really demonic. And all this time, like I'm scared, I was throwing rocks. I'm like cussing at it come out you motherfucker i'll kick your ass you know like that that but it's because out of fear yeah and this seems like just laughing at you it's mocking you and you're scared and it sounds just god awful like if you could picture and the worst demonic laugh and and then oh that just it have the hair on the back of your neck just stand straight up that's the kind of thing it was and yeah i was saying i want to see you show your face you know i'll kick your ass and i wasn't i wasn't gonna do yeah right. i would have had a heart attack because it's as ugly as it sound i'm sure the physical appearance was just gonna be match or be worse <laughs> yes so i was like thank you god for not letting me see that whatever it was whether it was a demon or something biological i'm thankful because it probably would have killed me if I would have seen something that my mind just can't wrap its head around. You know, the UFO things already do that to me. Like, uh, I don't know what it's doing. And But if I was to see something actual biological that would just didn't fit that norm, it, yeah. it would really question a lot of things. And, um, like I say, there's a lot to this world. I there's just so much. I mean, this is just like a few, a few things. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> just a few. It's it's just crazy. Well, um, I want you to be able to get it all out, man. And if you want to do this again next week, we can do that. Yeah, definitely. That way it'll give me time to actually think about things. Like I said, it's like I was thinking of things as I was talking about them. It's like, oh, damn, I got, almost forgot. But I need to seriously like sit down. Even when I write stuff down, like yeah. I forget something and then I read it again and I'll be like, oh, crap, I forgot about this. Mm. And uh, but I guess that's just how my mind works. Not everything comes out at once. And that's all right. Because, you know, I, I said I don't have anything to do until, you know, for 12 hours. But then I I remember I got about, I don't know, an hour and 45 minutes before this drops. You know, this episode comes out. I, I got to edit and all that kind of stuff. Oh, no, go ahead. Yes. That's, so that's, I, that's... It's all right. I, I just, I didn't even think about that. It's like, I guess I got to get everything live to, to, to go before midnight. No, <laughs> we can do this again next week. That, that'd be perfect. Like I said, it's... Yeah. I'm the more I thoroughly enjoy talking to you, man. It's like it's so easy. You know what I mean? It's like Yeah, it's I'm uh, glad we finally did this. Me too, because it's it's a lot, like I said, and, and hopefully it's someone that has gone through this or is experiencing this right now. Anything. I mean, at least they can find some kind of a solace inside that 
like what I was feeling is like, damn, you're crazy. <laughs> Just face it. <laughs> Just go, go, go commit yourself. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had those questions, you know, go through my head too. But my wife tells me, if you think you're crazy, then you're not crazy. Because crazy people don't know they're crazy. I'm it's... like, I'll take that. You know, it might not. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. It really does. <laughs> And it's just, uh, like I said, all it's actually really done that's really, like, I, I know is that there's just more to this life than what we're seeing. And why some people see things or why some people see more things deeply or more profoundly, I don't know. I, I got some theories, but, you know, um, that's just... That's just life. It's, and I guess if you truly open your heart to God, like me, like I started going, I I, I haven't gone to church in a long time because I was like, God, they say so much, so many things about not this, not that. I said, I just want, I I want to respect life as much as I can because I really don't even hunt. I don't even fish anymore. That's how much I like completely i was like i'm trying to like not to say i'm gonna follow the bible to a t but it's like do not kill i take that for everything right. <laughs> except flies <laughs> <laughs> and 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 mosquitoes you know you, you you were talking about you know you used to do this you used to do that and you have these horrifying experiences you see these crazy things in the sky and what's it doing it's kind of like uh in psalm 23 it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That rod and staff, you know, it keeps the bad guy away, but it also keeps the sheep in line, you know? Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like God has kind of had to beat you a little bit to, get, <laughs> to, to, to let you get scared straight, you know, to get you on the path that he wants you on. And yes. And he won't, he won't let you screw up. He will not. Yes. And this is what I told, this is what I'm so thankful for. Like I said, I'm not the best person. Like I said, I, 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 I know I'm faulty. I do things that I shouldn't be doing, but I, you know, a sin is sin. That's, that's, that's why we all die. God doesn't see a big sin and a little sin. We all sin just thinking about it. it you've done it. <laughs> that's how he sees it. Doesn't matter how big or small it is. It's all the same to him. But ask for forgiveness. But I say, God, if you do things like that for me, because that's what I feel a lot. It's like if you watch out for me, you're always taking care of me, even when I'm doing things I shouldn't be doing and I should know better and it could have got me into this. You always somehow have something like you protect me. He protects me, that's even true. from the bugs, even from what... Perfect example when I'm, per, I'm drinking at that same lake, and it was a big party. I'm drunk, it's a skunk, and I've always prayed this to God when since I was a little kid because it's the one thing that I've always just cannot stand is scorpions. Right, they're creepy, they're ugly, and I hear that their pain, their the sting is very painful. And so I was just praying to God, God keep me safe. Don't ever let me step on one of these when I'm walking barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> and that probably could probably be solved by wearing sandals or footwear <laughs> but we were staying at that lake 
grass. It hits out in the wilderness. It's scorp. There's like a hill there called Scorpion Hill. Oh. <laughs> it's just crawled with scorpions. <laughs> At night, yeah, you're begging for it. <laughs> At night, there's a big bonfire. I'm drunk as a skunk. I pass out asleep, and I fall asleep right there by the fire. You know, it's roaring. Of course, bugs are attracted to it. You know. But nothing. I mean, I felt maybe a spider crawl over me, and that was it. I fall asleep, you know, and I wake up the next morning, and as I'm waking up, I hear people ah, screaming. Tent here, person screaming, oh, I got stung by a scorpion. Tent over there, person screaming, oh, I got stung by a scorpion. <laughs> Tent over here, other people screaming, oh, we both got stung. And I hear people in their RVs and in a, in a big, like, a travel <laughs> like a tour bus type, like one of those RV things. I hear people in those screaming, oh, there's a scorpion in here and it stung this person. And I'm sitting there. I slept on the grass by the fire. And I was thinking, why did these people get stung by scorpions? It seems like everybody, everybody in, whether they were in a RV or they were in a tent, got stung by a scorpion. And here I am. Measly old me sleeping in the tall grass by the fire, which had attracted every kind of critter and not one sting. <laughs> Bless. And I was like, God, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I'm not the best person, but I, I'm telling you, thank you because you are here. You have heard me since I was a little kid. <laughs> That's it. And this is proof. This is proof. This is for me. Yeah. For them, it might have been painful, but they're not going to die. But right. it's probably because I was going through at some point that God is saying, look, look, I'm going to place you right here right now and let me show you what I can do or let me show you what how good I will protect you because, look, all these people are going to get stung. Not that I want them to, even the ones in the RVs and you sleeping right here in the grass. What happened to you? What happened to you? Nada. Nada. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the way I looked at it because I told yeah. people that story and they're like, that's a bunch of bullshit. You would have been probably with snake bites, black widows, brown recluses, scorpions, centipedes. I said nothing, 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 <laughs> nothing. And that's why I say, I say I, and I don't want to brag about it, but he heard, he, I think he still heard because I would pray to him day and night, whether I was in school, at home, I was out playing around. I was like, God, Please don't let a scorpion sting me. <laughs> <laughs> so much that I think he still remembers it. Absolutely. He's like, I'm going to keep him not only scorpions, but every other critter out there. I'm just not going to touch this man. So I can say, look, you did that when you were a kid. And here you are already in your 30s, headed into your 40s, doing these dumb things. Look, don't do it, man. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. You woke up not stung. And he said, Hey, look up. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, look that's up. that's that's how I think of God, that he's he does things like that. And he'll say, they, don't ask me to do things because you might not like what I show you also, you know, yep. because he is. A, he's not a flesh and blood God. He's a spiritual God. Everything through him is spirit. That's it. And that's one thing also fall in the Bible is that his ways are not our ways. And it's like when Jesus, when 
I got, I don't know, I, was, I haven't read the Bible in a long time, but I still remember some passages. There was one where I guess he was, before he was uh, crucified, he was going somewhere and his disciples wanted to go with him. And Jesus is like, no, you can't come because he says, where I'm going, you cannot come. Yeah. I am from the realms above and you are from the realms below. Yeah. And I don't think at that time when he said that, I think he meant that they just were not ready spiritually to go. Right. That ascension that I'm talking that about, that you have to make it. And this is, I don't think it's that hard. I mean, like, make fun of it. Like I said, people, it's like, if you're having a hard time with religion, talk to God. Like, if you're talking to your best friend, just don't cuss. Right. If, and if you do say it's i'm sorry i'm sorry because yep. yeah, that's the thing we we don't need to get religious no we need no. To get jesus there's you a need, big difference there's a huge difference because also this is another passage i remember in the bible and i can't quote it but it has to do with the woman at the well oh, yeah, when yeah. she was like asking jesus that she felt horrible because she was this but she wanted to go into the I think it was the, the temple because that's where God was at. And even though God said, yes, that's where God is at. But he said, what's even more is that because you are of this person, they don't allow you in here. But in truthness, God allows everybody and God is a spirit being. He says, so where you're at, pray with your heart in spirit. And he will heal you. He will hear you. Absolutely. You do not have to be in that temple. That's that's what I remember God telling that woman. Yeah. Because I think she was some other tribe or some. I think she was the maybe the Samaritan or something. Something. Yes, yeah, something like that. But she was like they didn't allow women into the temple, and, and right. Yeah. And no uh, she was a different tribe and. And she's like, I just want to pray to God. And that's when Jesus said, I know this is because of the world that you cannot do these things. Yeah. He goes, but what's most important is that you don't need them because God is a spirit. And what you pray in spirit doesn't matter where you are. If you are doing it from your heart and in spirit, he hears it. That's it. Doesn't matter where you're at. And I take that, you know, I, I, I've hold, held on to that for a long time since I was a teenager because it's like I but sometimes I'm like I don't want to go because they ah, God I'm so sorry I don't want to go to church you know it's like I just can't not that I can't stand the people I just can't stand a lot of what they use it you know like it sounds like it's uh, so biased like oh this person's that uh, uh, they're going to hell or this person I was like I don't like to hear that. I like to say, I like to hear what Jesus said. The door to heaven is open to everybody. Yeah, that's it. Everybody. He doesn't say, everybody except you. <laughs> as long as you ask God for forgiveness that's it. Come and come through me, you will be there. And That's it. That's uh, it. It says uh, in Romans, actually, I have a decal I, I had made up and put on my Jeep. It's Romans 10, 9. And uh, it, it's basically if you believe in your heart that Jesus is the son of God and you confess with your mouth, then you're saved. 
that's it. That's it. It's that simple. Uh-huh. And we and and mainstream religion has honestly taken it so extreme that they've. It's kind of like they use it just to divide people, and that's why I say it's like we're already divided as it is. We, yeah. I mean, we if it's, if it's not political, it's religious, and it's cultural, it's racial, it's ethnic, it's national. It's, it has to do, as and it's way out of hand now. I mean, and I and I think it the solution is so simple, but who's gonna follow it? It's like it's so simple. The solution would be so simple for a peace, but it's not gonna happen because that's you know we're not perfect we're it's as long as there's human beings without a savior that's already came and done and put us on a different level as we're still here we're going to keep doing the same things over and over and um but the solution would be so simple because but it's not going to garner attention because there's no there's nothing that's going to come out of it for me or you. There's going to be no money involved. Exactly. There's not going to be no fame, no television. There's not... yep. You're not going to get your, those duck lip people. You're not going to be in a magazine. <laughs> he saved, he saved yep. all the homeless by doing this. It's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's because we've got our attention so screwed. Yep. Like pain. Uh, it, it doesn't raise podcast ratings very much either. I'll tell you that. No, and it's when it's, I talk about it, I I get hate mail sometimes. I get I get a lot more love than I do hate. So, and that's what it is. And but there's there's this. Have you ever heard about seed planting? Like oh. when you put just a something inside a person, yep. and hopefully it'll grow, and it it will. Yep. Yeah, I honestly believe that if you put something positive in a person, a thought, mention just a simple word, anything that small seed will grow into something big in time and it's due time it will be there Um, because even if a seed look at the date palm you know what a date palm is it's that palm tree with the looks like a raisin oh yeah yeah those date palms there i i was reading this and it surprised me like and it was probably like six seven years ago i was reading this article they had found a date palm seed the seed of a date palm that was dated back like 3,000 to 5,000 years ago. Yeah. And I was like, that's how old this date palm seed was. They found it inside. I think it was a vase or a ceramic vase or something like that. And it was dated back to that time. They planted it and it, guess what? It grew, <laughs> it grew into a date tree. Yeah. That yeah. long. And I said, well, they said, if you do that, even if, this is the way I see it. In God's eyes, he doesn't distinguish the time like we do. We break it up. We got 24 hours in a day, and then we got 60 seconds in a, in a minute. We got this long in a day, in a year. To him, it is, it's, he's been here forever, will be here forever. That to him, there is none of that. When he sees, when he says, okay, this is when it's going to happen. That's when it's going to happen. This is when he says that's going to happen. This, that, whatever. He already has it lined up. He knows what he's going to do, when it needs to happen. Um, It says he knows the beginning from the end. You know, he knows, he knows it all. 
He's already got say, that for you. And he, I'm over here worried about is is reincarnation real? Yeah, just get it right now. <laughs> <laughs> if if it helps anybody, just you're right. Be in the now. Yeah, the now. Right. Just just go ahead and follow Christ, and you don't have to worry about nothing else anymore. You're done. Right, and um, because there's a lot out there, and if you're not ready to handle it, it's gonna throw you out completely, and it's gonna cause a lot of chaos unneeded hardship you know and i don't know why things happen like that like the evil parts like just being uh, the anger the 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 emotional part like the fright and the anger and and, and, the confusion why it's caused and for what reason but for me it feels like like when i was going through those um the lucid dreaming when i was dreaming about the demons and all that i felt like they were just like were robbing me of life like it was like a, to me it was like a life source and they were just like taking it like oh let's get it because it, it, like feeding like yeah like feeding like you you were just like food like your 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 source of, of your your energy yeah. like it's like food for them like it was like they were just like oh it's just we love that feel we love it it tastes so good like like yeah. like in star wars the emperor when he's like oh feel your anger <laughs> like <laughs> that's that literally yeah it, it is and it's that's what i feel like when i when i when i was feeling it in those dreams like i, I would get that sense and then when i heard this this guy that you had talk about it when he was saying it's because you know he thinks that it was because of the like they would feast off of it like it was the buffet you know I was like oh my god I said I was thinking about that when it was happening to me like I felt it like it was like to them it was like they love to like eat it but I don't think it's more like physically eating like we do food but it's just like they take it in like it sustains them like it's and uh, I, I think things are so bad now. Look at what a feast they were able to have for two years over uh, the fear that that the whole world was put into. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. It's it's just uh, anything like that. Anything that's so negative, you know, and um, that's just causing the fear. and and anger and all that to them it's like that is what they are and that is what they love and you're right and that is what they are that they are the spirit of fear the spirit of confusion the the the, that's that's it as their names and that is what it is they that's what they are and if you have it they'll take it they'll make more of it and um and like in the Bible says, I guess it, it's um, they want to just destroy humanity. I guess you know, just kill, steal, and destroy. That's what the devil wants. That's it. Put those souls in darkness, and because yeah. that's they're just cut off from the light. That they want to just do that with with us. We hold a special place in God's eyes. Humans do. And, uh, Absolutely. Man. At least that's what I 
believe. But you know uh, what? I I have to apologize to you too because on this intro, when I got it pre-recorded, I told you I called you Joel instead of Joel. Oh, that's you know what? That's like tomato, tomato. It's okay. You don't care about that, do I? I no, because I've been I've been called everything since i was a child you know it's like i, I can blame it on west virginia man that's just I, no because I, I, here it's it's the same way it's more like a like in latin you know yeah. like spanish or french or italian speaking even those that it's pronounced joel in spanish well but uh when it comes to more of the english speakers it's joel okay and I think that's a name that means something of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because L is God, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I, the first thing I thought whenever you said, uh, the first time that you said your name, you talking about your brother, you covering up, you know, scared of whatever that was that had a hold of him. And he was yes. like, like, he thought it was you. And he, he, he called your name out and you recited that. And I thought, oh, man. I got his name wrong. I, I'm over here calling him Joel. My bad. No, that's that's <laughs> fine. It's it's. I, I'm used to both. I, I I've never really mind. It's like I said. It's just the preference, like a uh, person and how they're they're used to saying it. Yeah. You know. To me, it's the same. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm I'm gonna hop off here for tonight and get this edited so I can try to release it. And not be too late. I might be an hour or two late, but it'll be all right. Okay, that's but, uh, perfect. That's that's fine. Um, next week, I'll I'll shoot you an email. That way, we're not talking. Yes. About. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll shoot you an email tonight, and we'll line up whatever day and time and all that kind of stuff's good for you. Okay. All right, that'll work. It's been great talking to you. Well, I, I appreciate you, man. You're welcome. It was a pleasure for me to be on and finally get some things off yeah and uh, i really i really enjoyed it me thank too you. thank you thank you for taking that chance man for putting yourself out here like this and we'll we'll do a part two or three or four or whatever we need to do yes definitely all right definitely. brother you have a good night you too stay safe god bless god bless all right that's it for this week guys thanks for listening if you want more content if you want to submit your own story to be on the show, if you want to listen to past episodes, or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. So just go there, uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel at any time. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless. Like lightning, bless you, Daddy. Sitting high.
sign has in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins 
and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen. Well, they tied them up for a baby. 
Hallelujah. Well, come on, little children. Yeah, come on. Let's all go home. There'll be no more sorrow. No more heartache over there. Thank <laughs> you. 